Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. Everybody, and welcome back to episode 59 of the Projectile Lunchcast. My name is Marcel. I am super excited to have all of you, dear potential hypothetical listeners out there with us today. Also with us, as always, is my man Basti. Hi, hi. And today we have a very special super like we didn't, you know, like didn't shirk any expenses for this episode because it's a big one. We got a lot to talk about. And we thought, what better way to celebrate such a big episode than having a special guest? Um, he's one of the foremost experts on spicy chicken McNuggets in the world, and we're glad that he could take the time for us today. Please meet Richard. What's the timeline on getting, like, shunted down to a guest? Just count how many episodes you've been missing. It's I'm, pretty I, much that. Might be competitive. I've been I've been in some bad ones. That sounded, like, really traumatized right there. So, yeah. yes, for today, we're super happy to have, like, let's let's reinstate your former title. Yeah, just because also because one of our most you know uh, loyal listeners, uh, Asia has always been a fan of it. Welcome back, Token American Richard. Oh, great, great. I'm glad that I could contribute to the diversity on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, without you, would just be two German guys talking about video games. Yeah, I mean, it's it's two two German guys and an American guy who has been living in Germany half his life talking about video games. Almost somehow, yeah. How do you how do you how do you whitewash an already like two white guys podcast? And white paint. And that must be we uh, we must have just found the answer we could just say we, well, we are an international podcast exactly we have we have Basti whose accent could be anything but not English <laughs> exactly could, yeah, we have, it could we be, have yeah. token American Richard and we have me who is like already my name is so diverse because it's French and so, French is so Marcel has a little bit of uh, diversity mixed in um, yeah I'm half Hungarian, which is, to be honest, uh, 2020 also like a bad sign when it comes to to, to diversity and inclusivity. Uh, how about you, Richard? Like on a on a American white trash scale? Yeah. Where are you? I mean, he's not from Florida. There's white tra- like white trash comes outside of Florida. There, you can find you can find white trash everywhere. All right, like never never underestimate the power. Uh, oh no, wait. No, let's let's not go down the road where I say never underestimate white power because that's going to be that's going to be a misrepresented clip. Um, no, but yes, white trash can be anywhere. Uh, as, as for diversity, I'm not uh, I'm not sure. I never really got into to genealogy or anything like that. So for all I know, is just a long line of boring ass white dudes uh, all the way called down. Richard. Called Richard. Back, back all the way to down. Roman times. <laughs> Here's Richard. He's from you know Britannicum, Britannia. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, let's go from discussing white trash to weep trash. Yeah, so yeah. yesterday was the big day. We had finally the second PS5 showcase. Uh, everybody was expecting Sony to drop bombs left and right with the price, of course, being something people were waiting for, the date, um, the games, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors flying around, and they did not, you know, they did not disappoint because, like, the very first thing they started the show with was a, um, funnily enough, a disclaimer saying that the following thing was recorded on a PC emulating the PS5 experience, mm-hmm. which is a very unique way of putting to me like this is running on a PC. Like, I mean, I guess you can get away with it with these consoles because it's like now they're talking about consoles in PC specs, you know. So just kind of PS5 emulator already. Yeah, yeah, just the wording of emulating the PS5. Yeah, I want that. That RPSCX5 already. I don't know what that is. But um, speaking of weird names and numbers, so the first thing they showed was um, the announcement of Final Fantasy 16. What's so which, weird about those um, names or numbers? Well, in this case, not nothing. Con- considering some of the names of Final Fantasy games, I think you're doing exactly. All right. you're like, like I'm talking about like the brand in general. This one is fine. Yeah. It's just 16. There was not there was not any subtitle or anything, right? They never no. do those for the mainline titles. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, it's a fantasy setting. setting. Um, a lot of people, of course, saying it reminds them of Final Fantasy XIV, but also I would have said like there were things in there that reminded me personally a bit of like elements of Dragon Age, of The Witcher, of Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, what? 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 Yeah, which one? Which one of them surprises you? All of them. Hmm. All the things you just said. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Let's go one by one. What? Which one of those was was Witcher? Um, Witcher, like, not necessarily like a specific thing, but like in general, for like example, the, the scene with like the, the little, like the little noble kid being out like in the yard watching like the soldiers fight. That's something like straight like that. You've seen like exactly like that in Game of Thrones and also like some of the costumes like of the noble people like around, reminded me a little bit of Witcher. Huh. Ah, so, so when, when people fight with swords in a courtyard, it's Game of Thrones. And when people wear medieval kind of, kind of dresses... Huh. It's The Witcher. <laughs> okay, I, for now on, I'm only going to talk to Richard, who has actually seen Game of Thrones. Okay. I've seen I, I do, I all get of it. Game like, of Thrones. I just missed the sequels like the, and all uh, the stuff after that Mr. Stark guy died. That, well, no, that's yeah, that, that's the series. But I mean, like, that's pretty much like one of the uh, first episode sort of things, isn't it? Like uh, if you go watch the show. Like, uh, uh, it happens like already. I mean, like it happens like a couple of times. I think, right? Like, like with with, uh, with yeah. children, but like it, it happens already in the second episode. I think, yeah. It's it's interesting because you you come from this from from more of a fan of those of those um, IPs, whereas Final Fantasy kids are only seeing like hey, there's Shiva, right? Yeah. You know, maybe maybe that's why we are not picking up on on that stuff. It, it's it, it's it's interesting that you said that because like I, I mean. Um, some of them do the like it's obviously not the first fantasy like old style fantasy final fantasy thing going on it's the first in a while first in a while yeah it was since nine right i mean if you don't count i guess the mmos and i mean nine came out when was oh, it yeah ps1 so yeah ps1 so it's been quite a while yeah. i mean for, for dragon age like you know again like maybe you know like you have like different frames of for, for me right when like when medieval knights talk about like a blight spreading in the lands then uh, I think Dragon Age. Okay, okay. I get you. I okay. Get you. okay. Uh, but you, anyways, so, are so you gonna give? Do you, do you think you're gonna have like a Final Fantasy equivalent of having like a very special, special child that you then bail on, and leave your baby mama traipsing around? And you've already seen in a trailer that like this the child is special. They are all they're all special, but he doesn't talk about like the taste of the wind. God, man, Dragon Age, what the fuck happened? I don't um, know, like what he's gonna talk about, but we've seen like the the, the nobleman's child. I was it called like the Grand Duke's son or something turning into a phoenix. 
So that already is, is pretty Final Fantasy right there. So the yeah, question yeah. is, did you guys like the trailer or not? Sure. I I've, I've checked with the hype weep council. They said it's okay to like this trailer without being weep. So I no, like it. Uh, no, you're no. you're incorrect. There is no council. You just asked that into your pillow. Um, you, you, you got to come out, man. I call my pillow the high council. Thank you very much. It's safe out here. Okay, you can be the weeb. You know you are. You're into weeb shit. Just just you know let, let it be a little. It. Just you know come on out. It's okay. This is Anyways. a safe space. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, do I have to play the, uh, the 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 Final Fantasy Trust game again? Um, the game looks looks fine. Uh, I I guess I I um, should go ahead and get over any hope of turn based uh, stuff ever again. That's that's kind of okay. I'm not not opposed to that. I actually liked 15. Um, it, it does seem to be like oh, like I've seen people talk about it. I don't know if that was confirmed somewhere. If you, if so, I haven't seen it, or if it was just like speculation from the trailer. But there's been people saying it was the first mainline Final Fantasy without a party. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, well, what, I mean, the party... definitely interesting, like, in terms of gameplay. Maybe this appeals to you, Richard, because I know oh. you talked about that in the past. Yeah. Um, they revealed, like, the, the key leadership behind the team. It's uh, on, the, on the producer side, it's Naoki Yoshida. Yeah. Uh, so Yoshi P, who is the, yeah. uh, the game director and producer of Final Fantasy XIV, who saved the game from, you know, <clears throat> it's a terrible launch. Who also sure. notably just a couple of months ago said he was not working on Final Fantasy 16, so don't trust that man. <laughs> but the director is Hiroshi Takai, who mm. was director of The Last Remnant. And I believe, Richard, you've played that, right? You've talked I have about, played it. Like, the last even, like, like some of the trying to get the achievements or so? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. If, if you, try to, you try to get like uh, back, back when I was into getting achievements, like there's it was very convoluted and nasty to not get locked out of essentially like 400 you had like a flow chart or something right i did i had an excel sheet that showed me when because you had to like when to talk uh, to the right person or something it was it was was like at what stage of the story to talk to people to make certain monsters only appear in their thing it also had a really um super confusing leveling thing um where you could kind of gimp yourself early on and really really screw yourself there's a lot of cool um ideas in last remnant and stylistically it's very enjoyable so hopefully like him being under a little more of a leash of you're making a final fantasy game so god damn it you can't crawl all the way up your own ass unless it's unless it's uh some guy cupping his head in his hands and talking about dreams like that that you can do but not not gameplay wise um no, I, I think I think it looked I think it looked good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I I liked it. I liked fifteen. I I just want to make sure that they're actually going to put the entire fucking video game out. Yeah. And not some weird, ill-advised DLC fucking mishmash bullshit. Or you Plus know, the web series and the movie. And, yeah, and uh, forgetting comics, to finish and... the chapter with all the exposition in it. Like, yeah. Uh, I I at some point I really should go back and play. Final Fantasy 15. Now that it's fucking out, I've I've put like 80 something hours into it uh, pre-release, I guess, because I haven't played any of the other stuff since they, like, I beat that game even before they fixed Chapter 13 or whatever. So uh, yeah, I, it, it's all really down to delivery on this because the the rest of the stuff looked like that kind of that kind of gameplay. Like if you were cool with 15 and how that kind of played, and I mean like the party, like you could say, hey, it's the first one without a party, but like I, I don't remember the party doing a lot in 15 other than like, hey, nah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah like, hey, guy, do characters. Yeah. You, yeah, it was more like tell a character to do his super special attack, uh, switches to him for two seconds and then back to 
doing your thing. And again, I'm, that's not a criticism. I, I liked 15. I really liked uh, the world they, they, they put together with that. There's some really neat stuff there. Um, so yeah, as long as they don't trip over themselves putting the game out, it looks it looks cool. It does look like it's uh, like it's got some like they're not they're not being weird for weird sake. They they do have their odd hairstyles. Thank God they've they've kept that. But um, the rest of it, yeah. If Marcel's into it, they must be kind of moving a little a little away from the the kind of. It, it's nice to see them move away from the stuff where they think, oh, it's Final Fantasy, so we got to have like a like something odd in there. Like it, it's fantasy, but you know, here's a hot dog stand. You you run the hot dog stand. You know shit like that. So they said that uh, there will be more info in 2021, mm-hmm. and and here already. So like one of the themes yesterday was that normally I feel like Sony is is pretty good at like you know nailing their messaging and their communications. Yesterday I thought across the board they were pretty terrible. Yeah. And yeah. like the first thing already was here. Um. So this wasn't mentioned inside like the show at all, which is also a theme that like a ton of information wasn't mentioned there. Like people had to find on Twitter afterwards. But it turns out that later on, uh, it was said that so it's exclusive to the PS5 for six months, but console exclusive for a year. So essentially, it can come to PC after six months and then like to the Xbox a year later. Later on, it seems that Square has retracted that statement again. Uh, and that is also something you're going to see as a theme. So um, nobody really knows. Like, if for sure it's going to be uh, on day one on the PS5. Is it going to be on PS4? People don't know. Um, you know, we'll see in 2021 maybe when they tell us more. But about did, didn't they say specifically like PC available on PC? Uh, supposedly, yeah, like after six months. Yeah, right. Oh, no, what I'm saying no, in the trailer, the word actually says Demon Souls. Ah, are you sure? I'm gonna see. Hmm. I'm gonna do some behind the scenes research because I'm I'm also a little hazy on everything. Yeah, to be honest, it was almost a little bit dodgy when it comes to to information. Well, every, everything was different. I think Marcel was right. Like their messaging was 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 funky like everything is a little but uh, Jeff Keighley yeah. or Lord and Savior he he had it right he gave us uh, almost all the information we needed after. yeah like he 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 gave some more information on Sony for sure I wonder um, if he got like a QA documents like okay like after the show here's all the stuff you can answer on Twitter and all the information you can share we won't share during our uh, showcase yeah right Oh, he stole that from Sony HQ like he infiltrated it together with um with Hideo Kojima and they like paper box it was like fantastic. They should make a game out of that. It was like a fantastic uh, heist. So it does on the on the Final Fantasy trailer at the very end. It says PlayStation console exclusive. Asterix, very small print on the bottom. Also available on PC. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, but like the, like with the specific timings exclusive for yeah, how long? Yeah, like you're they right, first you're right. had one thing and then they took it back, and there was True. like a, a lot of confusion there. True. But I mean that that is also something we've seen with Sony before, like with their their. Uh, you know, with the with the like, I think with with Final Fantasy VII remake, like for a long time they they didn't want to answer the question if it was a full exclusive or timed exclusive or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, as well. So then next up was of course um, the first launch title, but they didn't say so. Uh, next up was a, a seven minute gameplay demo for Spider Man Miles Morales, um, which at the end they said it's coming out holiday 2020. Uh, they didn't give it like the launch date yet. Um, so yeah. I mean, I'm a fanboy, naturally. I thought it looks great. Uh, one thing that I definitely noticed is that they mentioned Roxon, which is an energy company like in a larger Marvel universe. So um, as as a first your potential tie to other Marvel stuff besides Spider-Man, I don't know what their plans there are for just an accident or if it was like, you know, something that's going to happen in the future. Just I don't know. Well, I mean, like, what's the difference? What made you uh, think of that 
as any different than like aim being in the avengers game like because aren't they a larger sure sure but like yeah I mean, like but the avengers game already is much more than spider-man like you know with spider-man it's just like so far this well, so, i mean seemingly you know this separate hey, thing just not, like because sony has the license for that not if you're not if you're playing it on xbox first of all second of all um no, no, no i meant just... like spider-man to spider-man here yeah like, yeah, yeah like that's different to me than, than avengers okay yeah so 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 roxon is like in universe already a thing and and do, do, do you think like you're, you're thinking like ties to mcu or like other marvel games uh, I mean, like they're already selling action figures. I think that like uh-huh. have mentioned like something like a a Marvel game universe or something. But so far, like you know, nobody has really said like, okay, you know, this this Spider Man is like in the same universe or the same continuity as the guy that's going to show up in Avengers or whatever. So like again, maybe like it, it was just something that to me as as a nerd, I was like, hey, that's Roxon. Um, could be something completely inconsequential, of course. But the cool. game did look good and very interesting, and I thought like a little bit cheeky. Um, the segment they showed it had a lot of water puddles, mm. because that's what counts when you show Spider-Man demos. Um, uh, yeah, here, yeah. sorry, uh, here things that already got a little bit confusing already in a theme that was like very controversial later on in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, the game is also coming to PS4. Uh, there's going to be a free update to PS5. So if you buy it on PS4. Um, essentially, they're doing smart delivery, as Microsoft would say, so you can then play it on your PS5 if you buy one later, you know, okay. throughout lifetime or your lifetime, I guess. Um, also, they're doing an ultimate edition of Miles Morales for the PS5 that includes a voucher to download Spider-Man Remastered, which has better character models, ray trace reflections, and ambient shadows, improved lighting, more pedestrians and cars, and an optional 60 FPS mode. Um, hey, yeah. Did they announce that before? No, they had not announced that before. So like okay. the big news I think really here was, and of course like that also came after the show, uh, was that um, it's despite like them, them saying it's only like the size of something like Lost Legacy, it's gonna be uh, fifty bucks. Um, but we're gonna get to like pricing later. But like I think yeah, really the big the big thing here besides of course the game looking great, is that it was coming to PS4, which before they hadn't mentioned because as you know Sony made all summer long a big deal out of like we believe in generations. And we think that doing cross-gen games holds back our teams. And then later uh, yesterday, they kind of retracted all of that a little bit. Yeah, they were like, we also believe in money. Yeah. Uh, fair moving enough, on. Sir. Sorry. Fair enough. But the That's... only thing which annoys me greatly is that Microsoft would have been crucified for that. You think there's a little bit of a double standard going on yeah, there? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, watch my 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 uh, Twitter timeline, and uh, everyone was just super super hyped and writing in all caps. Everyone was happy with everything, and one day later, you hit some critical voices. But I have the feeling that, especially Sony fans, when it comes to um, bashing on Microsoft, but we had that in a previous episode, they're really really proactive, uh, while the Microsoft community sticks a little bit to their own. Uh, but when Sony puts the same stuff, they're like, mm, what, what, what were you talking about? I haven't listened for a while. Like, oh, no, it's fine. It's okay. The console wars are alive and well. Yeah. his console warrior mindset is getting ready. Yeah. Yeah, he's but, getting ready. To wait, what? On the topic of people who like money and things that were said that definitely should have been retracted, but unfortunately were not. Yeah. Um, the next thing they showed was Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, no. Which is the when did it first leak? I think 2018 already, like late 2018, so a long time ago. As like a dead game, right? A dead game? Like, uh, hey, we were gonna make this, but we're not anymore. 
No, that leaked as a as somebody filming something like secretly during like a focus test, like as a next gen game. So like we knew like it was it was gonna be a next gen game, like that leaked a long time ago. Oh, okay. Um it's a I guess seemingly an open world action RPG slash action adventure that's set in Hogwarts in like the nineteenth century or something, so even more old fashioned y wizardy stuff than than here. You like you you, you right. learn the different stuff. They show the, the like the the sorting hat, like different classes that you have to attend to to mix potions and stuff like that. And um, it's coming next year from Avalanche, who have been reborn because that's the studio who used to do um, Disney Infinite. Then were shut down by Disney. Then somehow Warner bought them or bought the name or something and brought them back from the dead. So but that's something that was dead and came back. And now they're doing that, and it's cross gen. Um, multi-platform game, so it's not an exclusive title, but of course a big deal, the announcement. Um, unfortunately, of course, uh, a lot of the discussion around that has has also been surrounding the fact that uh, J.K. Rowling is a terrible person recently. Eh. Yeah. I think probably probably been for a while. It's been for a while, but there was just this week another like a scandal thing uh, about her latest book. And that was like the the timing oh, right, that sure, was uh, that. really 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 horrible in that regard. But to be honest, there's no like with all the discussions about her in the last couple of years, there's no way around it. I mean, right? Like you have to you have to kind of reconcile that if you're going to be into Harry Potter. But I mean, hey, there's also the slight comfort that Harry Potter is the only thing that's ever going to make her money because she can't write anything else. That's true. But then again, Harry Potter looks like it's going to make her money forever. I don't know. This shit looked all right. Um. I don't know. I yeah, like Lego. I, like I liked Lego Harry Potter. Those were fun. I'll play more Harry Potter. I'll fucking Harry and Potter. The, the, this is gonna be neat because it's. I, I like it. I like it when they get away with, away from like the, like oh we gotta have Snape. Snape's gotta say some shit. We gotta have Hagrid. He's gotta say you're a wizard. Character name. You know like like, do the castle. Do the do the kind of you know open world stuff. Make it look really cool. Ride around on a fucking griffin. Fight some zombies and shit like that's just it looks all right i'm i'm down to see how uh how the gameplay comes out and there was some some visually interesting stuff in there uh agreed yeah looks cool to me and uh you know i guess i guess um we'll see if we'll see if uh jk rowling gets rewarded for being a terrible person with my money probably doesn't matter anyways like i looked up today i was curious because like she's already almost a billionaire so you know i guess whatever like she makes from this probably doesn't make like you know move the needle much for her or not anyway either way if you whether you buy or boycott it probably not um especially you know i mean shit dude once once you get your own fucking theme park like you're uh you're probably just on printing money zone anyway um well maybe not these days I, that's what I was wondering. Like, like uh, I think the the Sony show in general had had a like, man. That if there's a demographic for that, it's it's us, and we're not exactly you know the kids with the disposable income anymore. Um, do you think that that Harry Potter still has its its uh, its draw? Because I mean, like you know, fucking ten years ago, this game would have been you know, right on time. Yeah, exactly. Like right on time. Like the perfect timing for this. Like now, if anything. I think uh, I don't know. Are they doing more of the? Was it like Fantastical Beasts? Yeah, I think they're gonna movies? do at least one more of those. They got mm. they got Johnny. Now that Johnny Depp's okay again, uh-huh. they're gonna they're gonna do that one more time. <laughs> 
Yeah, sure. Like suddenly Johnny Depp is not like the most controversial thing about those. But, but were the Fantastic <laughs> Beast movies actually well done, successful because they were like kind of meh, right? Uh, the first one was I. I think the second. I think I th shit, man. I think they're making money. I don't know about yeah, okay. successful, but like I don't know if they're making like Harry Potter seven money, but they're making probably money. not. But you know, then again. But yeah, I'm, I, I like the movie. I'm, I mean, I've never read a Harry Potter book. I've never seen like a full Harry Potter movie. Um, but like, I, I like just like you know what, what like gameplay wise, or, like the ideas. It, it, it's one I'll keep an eye on. Shit's all right, man. Like you just got to get past like the first three things where it's like obviously for tiny kids and then it like gets into a comfortable like like not everything is named like a rumple bumpskin you know it's like then you can that, actually that read annoys it me so much like this is one yeah. big problem with that franchise for me it's the same same weird itch which uh, is caused by uh, listening to sims and the sims games like oh this. yeah yeah oh i don't like know what simlish. it is as, as soon as i hear simlish or weird names from the harry potter universe i get aggressive I but you won't you won't see that shit you won't see it as much now like they, they know where their fucking audience is like this game is not Shoot, for that. This, this, <laughs> that's the worst this game is 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 for for people that are into like the last three harry potter things where it was you know adultish enough you know okay um like i, I don't think you're gonna come in here and see like and see like the adorable shit like yeah they, you, you'll get a cute animal that you can fucking feed or like you know pet every once in a while but it's not going to be like like those you, you go back and watch those those first three movies where it's like the troll is you know he's very dangerous but he's also adorable and an idiot and like we tricked him to hitting himself with a club yeah. and then like you fast forward six movies it's like this bitch straight up got eaten by a spider she's fucking dead she's dead in front of you that's just one thing i want to mention right for all the real nerds yeah. out there who just... yeah oh the real nerds the real nerds there is Move something them. from Neil yeah. Gaiman, a comic book series called The Books of Magic, where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a young coming-of-age story about a young magician uh -huh. who wears a, who looks suspiciously like Harry Potter, mm -hmm. and he has an owl, mm -hmm. um, which is way cooler than Harry Potter, in my opinion, which was also before Harry Potter. And check check this yeah. one out in the interwebs and tell me that it is not suspicious at all that there are lots yeah, of yeah. parallels. There's like a bunch of that shit, isn't there? Yeah. Doesn't he skateboard? Yeah. So Harry already way cooler than Harry from, Potter. It's from the 90s is what you're saying. Does, yeah, he, Harry Potter doesn't fucking skateboard. He's a square. Talking Harry of Potter. square, is, oh, is, yeah. is, is Harry Potter weep? No. no. Okay, just checking. No. I'm, I'm trying to learn these things, see? No, you're not. You know you're not. You're just All you do is like you're just trying to say that. It's like your beard. You're like... You're saying the obviously other thing you know just to just to throw off the scent but it's like everybody around knows and it's like it's really sad man because like you don't want to see anybody who feels like they can't come out of like any kind of closet you know and they're just like like oh man that guy's wearing really nice shorts i mean from a fashion perspective and they're like yeah dave we know dude you're gay man it's cool it's like no that's just, that's you with with japanese games i've played ninja gate back in the day <laughs> Um, speaking of like, you know, like the, the absolute the polar opposite of, of Japanese games, Richard, what was the next thing that happened that they showed? Uh, Black Ops. Cold War. Cold War. This time, unfortunately, without a super, super realistic, like a very, very scary looking uh, Ronald Reagan. I, man, those memes, that shit, that those memes have been Valley, pretty right? fucking, those memes have been pretty fucking enjoyable. P press, press F to send crack to the inner city. Is one of my favorites. Yeah, or like press F to sell weapons to the Iranians. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um. So, dude, 
I have not played any Black Ops games. I've uh, only played one, three, and four. Were they always this kind of like this shit has a tonally? It is a lot more like gunfu, loose action is is what I got from the trailer than than uh, Modern Warfare. And brutal as fuck, like the the Kent animations when he kills someone. That first like stabbing him in the neck and then shooting in his face and it's like what exactly, the fuck? yeah, fuck? It, it's yeah, it, yeah it, like like the Trey Arc like the the, the Trey Arc Call of Duties were always the edge. Uh, okay, so it's like I'm and not like the, 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 the like it started with um with uh with World at War and like yeah. I think like spe- specifically like like Black Ops One was at the time like really like a, a gory Call of Duty for, compared to like mm. the Infinity War games were much tamer and I guess like last year with like uh, with Modern Warfare they upped the ante on their side as well but like the Treyarch ones oh, are yeah. the bloody I, and edgy ones exactly like, I, I mean I'm not sure if I'm describing it correctly like the thing that stands out to me because like they're both like Modern Warfare was edgy in its own fucking way you know what I mean like like it was it was like hey this is you know this is serious it still goes on this is a war god damn it you know and but like this is a thing where, you know, you, the guy is not only just like stabbing a dude with a knife and then snapping his neck and then shooting him in the head with a silenced pistol, but it's also like like his car gets hit like three or four times. Like they're chasing a plane, you know, with a Jeep and the Jeep like gets hit from the side and spins around like twice. And then like during the spin, the character's like shooting people in the other driver. So, you know what I mean? Like it's it's more... It's much more like suspend your disbelief. We're gonna do some some Tom Cruise Mission Impossible shit, you know, they, some action movie shit. They're using someone as a body shield, right? Then yeah, kicking him. In, so they put a grenade in him. Yeah, yeah. They put then, a grenade in him after using as a body shield, kicking him into to cans of right. explosive, uh, the stack of explosive barrels, and then while passing by, shooting at the barrels. Right? I think they even shoot at the yeah, barrels he shoots at, at the, the end. Barrel. While this guy has a grenade in his mouth or something. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Here's the thing: the first one among you who has never done that, please, like, be the first, like, throw the first stone. Yeah, just take a shot. Yeah. Never have I ever put a grenade in someone and kicked them into a flaming barrel after but... using them as a body shield. Yeah, like totally, totally, it was surprised. Like I didn't even think this was a Call of Duty game when I when I started. Like when I was watching the uh, the the presentation, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, is this like, you know? Because at first they do some weird sniper elite shit, and then uh, and then like the RC, the RC car, like it just. You could tell the hash marks and all the, the Call of Duty stuff in there, but it, like to me, it looks a lot more loose with with how they're doing the gunplay and how they're doing. Could, like... could someone just take the trailer and 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 uh, put black metal or death metal under it? No, no. If you really want a great military uh, shooter song, you, you you fucking turn X gonna give it to you into a sad piano song. What the fuck happened? <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're two, you're two sorry, months late I'm for that. Two sorry. months late for that. God damn it. Um, uh, the only thing that really made me smile is like when they said so like the, the the mission they showed like it was taking place at an airfield in Trabzon mm-hmm. in Turkey, which is where a former boss of all of us comes from. So that made me smile. Really? Yes. He and his two brothers come from. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past any of them to have an explosive RC car just for fun. <laughs> I'm just saying this this Cold War is uh, getting very very hot. Very very interesting. <laughs> an explosive. Also, fun fact: I have to say, um, you know, like for for because like it's obviously something that people would never expect from the series in any regard. Mm. Uh, Modern Warfare last year has has one of my favorite female game characters, like in the last couple of years, with Farah cool. Karim. Who She's was like the a really, really awesome character? Who was the one before? Who was what? 
you said the, the one in the last couple of years. Like who who one did she kick off the throne? The yeah. Uh, there is no throne. It's just like you can you can have several favorite characters. Okay. Anyways, um, if you're into Black Ops Cold War, there's a multiplayer alpha exclusively on PS4 this weekend. Moving on to things that uh, I find like absolutely fascinating, like super fascinating. The next thing they showed was Resident Evil Village. Village. Which, like, they, they totally say, no, it's not Resident Evil 8, but every time they show the logo, like they highlight the 8. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. this is not 8. What's with your logo? It's Village. See, it's like, what are you doing? I uh, then, then you need to you, you need to be counterculture and call it Eightledge. <laughs> Eightledge. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been worse names for Final Fantasy spin-off games than that. So why not? <laughs> right. Right. So here's the thing, like about this game. On the one hand, like a lot of like the stuff they've shown, like looks really cool to me. Like I really I'm really digging the vibe. Like you know, like that that Alpine like remote setting, like some occult stuff going on. Like it reminds me a little bit of of um, what's the movie uh, with Jorino? The uh, yeah, the rivers. Yes, I don't know what that is called in English, to be honest. And have you actually seen that movie? There. Because I'm I'm not sure how Resident Evil: The Village is in any shape or form. I like I see where he's coming. It's just it's eh. just a fucking a thing in the wilderness. Yeah. Like how many movies mm. like in the in the like occult movies in the Alps with like you know like a, a conspiracy and like probably some genetic stuff? Have you seen Basti? I'm pretty sure that is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Right? <laughs> I've only seen one movie, and that's what it's reminding me of. This shit looks like, like a like. Hey, can we get away with maybe doing some Resident? How much can we get away with doing Resident Evil Four again? But also Resident Evil Seven, right? Like it seems like this yeah, mix yeah, of yeah. like, okay, these yeah. are like really popular and successful ones. Like just mash that shit up. To be honest, but I like the- that. Was seven the really the popular and successful one? Seven was it really popular. Yeah. Very well. I mean, I know it was like, like the best one. Very well. Yeah, the the best one since four. I get that. No, but, but it's, it sold really, really well. It's weird because it's pretty much just a fucking. Uh, uh, I forgot the name. Game. Yep, that other it's, popular. It's, it's pretty much a Silent Hill game. game. Eight there we go. It felt like a Silent Hill Chris game. Chris Redfield. Yes, punch Sherry something. Uh, who was who the bad guy? Wesker. Wesker's kids. Ada Wesker. Isn't that what the show's going to be about? Wesker's kids. Uh, yes. Uh, Resident, Resident Evil is like is, is is like some kind of weird monkey's paw thing, right? Like you can't put out something good without yep. putting out something yep. oddly shit. I have to say, do you know what I really, really like? Have met respect for Capcom for mm. their unwa- unwavering, full-on commitment of making all these completely separate things, like really forcing them into like one convoluted, crazy, nonsensical storyline. Mm-hmm. Like this entire like, so okay, yeah, we want to do something like with like an Alpine setting and like something of culture again. Um, but yeah, like it must be like you know the same story and the same characters. Just throw Chris in there and like the guy. What's it like, Ethan? Uh, it's it, it's like it's so weird. Yeah. To me. Like you know, why don't they just to be say, fair? Okay, you know, there can be like different stories. Like because you know, like obviously like the gameplay and everything. Like it's it would still work. But like sure. somehow they really they really have their mindset on like no, it must like all be one continuity. And like you know, whether it makes sense or if that world like is cohesive, just who cares? I, I like it because like none of them are actually characters you know you know what i mean like nobody's like man i'm such a huge fucking chris redfield fan that's true i, I know chris redfield fans 
That's fucking weird. Like, unless you're into Resident Evil 5, Chris Redfield, where he is, like I said, punching boulders and doing stupid anime shit. Like, none of them are that fucking cool. The best like, is usually the side characters, like uh, Ada Wong and stuff. Like, right. Or, uh, yeah, but I, I, I also... I, I can see where you're coming from, where they, they, do, they do not seem to like to leave anything out. I can imagine the, you know, 3.30 in the morning design meeting where they're like okay guys we got a really good we got a pretty good tight storyline you know uh but but steve had this idea where there's a evil midget and he's got a mech of himself in a castle um so we got to find a way to get that in there so everybody grab a coffee and and fucking make sure that we get this this evil little man who dresses like a like a ren fair villain look think Wait, about is it this, is, this, is this resident evil 4 yeah. Yeah. Dude, whoa, spoilers. You'll be all right. So think about it. Like Resident Evil yet. 7 was pretty much Resident Evil Silent Hill. Yes. Resident Evil Village is pretty much Resident Evil Castlevania. Because think about the first trailer, you have vampire okay. chicks and all that kind of like stuff and werewolves and yeah. you fight your way through the village to get to the castle, etc. Oh, so I see. How are they going to fuck up that new thing with the next one with nine because i think to be honest seven was brilliant i'm mm -hmm. really looking forward to village but i also see that village will probably ramp up the action and hopefully not too much the the qte part because i'm not sure how, how a lot of like the, the werewolf encounter things will will play out as actual gameplay elements but um will they continue to deliver high quality in that regards or completely lose track and make something something they really can't. Weird with resident evil nine Look at fucking look at the remakes. Look at the difference between two and three. Like the 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 whole fucking series lacks any sort of consistency. I would agree with uh, with my boy Richard. And don't even get me started on every time they've tried to do something outside of that stuff, man. Like like anything outside of the mainline titles is fucking weird. They got like three team based shooters, yeah. sort of. The light gun games were fucking atrocious. Like. They've tried a lot of Resident Evil stuff. Um, to be honest, I enjoyed the the, the light gun games uh, stuff on uh, Wii. What was it called? Like, if you don't it, take it serious, like they had good story elements as a light gun game or a Katie game. It was a big fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think if you don't not taking Resident Evil serious is is probably a yeah, part of the fun. Exactly. But, I mean, there's there's four of those light gun games, and they they vary wildly. In, in inconsistency like everything they Did do you say bury they bury they, they 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 were almost a jill sandwich of shit somebody needs to get the queen of lock picking in here to decipher how they can't make two good games in a row with a dumpster as an evil so yeah I, I don't i don't know i uh, i don't even know if this was going to be good to be honest like i'm gonna i have to see a lot more this is definitely a wait and see sort of thing the style... i'm looking forward to it the styles there, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not. I, I've, I've not seen anything that doesn't look cool so far. But you've, have they shown gameplay? No. But also, to be honest, like the stuff in the trailer is, is gameplay, right? Like some of it, but like it's not in engine. engine demo. Yeah. If you if you cut a pure gameplay trailer from Silent Ascent, from Resident Evil Seven, <laughs> uh, it also like it's sometimes hard to see if it's gameplay because they they they're going down like. Like the way I mean, first person, the visuals. Think, think about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that, that was pretty I, much. I'm saying, think about the peaks and the valleys here. Uh, you, you, the Resident Evil Seven was probably one of the best VR games to come out. Yeah. Right. 
um, an amazing experience. And the game that came out fucking before it was Resident Evil 6. I think I think that uh, I think that that silence says everything I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. What you buying? <laughs> what are you buying? Uh, next up was a game that I would be interested in buying. Unfortunately, it has has been delayed as so many other games to Q2 next year, and that was Deathloop from Arcade Lyon. Shit still um, looks cool, man. It it looks very cool. I like I think like this time it was even cooler because like they like showed like you know some of the because like you know what we've heard so far it was okay like it looks like a shooter and you have some you know abilities and like it has roguelike elements uh, or roguelite however you want to put it but like this time i think they showed you know some of the like that that typical you know like way you can interact like the immersive sim aspect of like arcane games that they're known for by showing this like okay I, i'm having a hard time killing both of these people at the same time but like if I you know if I manipulate that guy and um, I can make him show up like a different spot in the evening and then kill both of them together. I thought like that was like very interesting, like give probably gave people like a better idea of what the game is really all about and like what they're going for with the gameplay loop. It, it, see it, what it's I did I said loop. Yeah. It, it's giving me Hitman vibes. That yeah. as well. It it feels like Hitman meets uh super hot. And I like it. Like I'm sold <laughs> since that trailer. Before that, it was a little bit on the fence, but I was like, "Holy shit, I want to play that." I, for me, it was the last trailer. Like the the um, the difference in tone from their uh, their launch trailer. Anybody? I, I know I talked about this uh, a couple months ago when when we talked about this game last time. But like the difference tonally between when they first announced that game and these last couple of trailers is is it's really come into something kind of cool. And I, I like the the way a lot of the weapons look. They kind of dump bullets into that open hatch gun sort of thing yeah. a lot of the powers look pretty neat yeah, yeah i think i think death loop's gonna be real neat yes and that is also as we already learned previously a time console exclusive so we don't know um when it's gonna come to xbox also available on pc yes day and date hmm. supposedly i guess they they just paid enough not to have it on xbox but they, they couldn't they couldn't afford to pay tot to have like just on ps4 uh, ps5 Todd is a shrewd businessman, I hear. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, I mean, he must be shrewd. They just put out, they just put out a uh, patch for Fallout seventy six where all the bad guys level up with you. So they were like, "Hey, you got you, the, your favorite part of Oblivion? We put it into Fallout 76. Oh, oh, oh. oh. No, are you sure that's like? I no, like I thought it's like like uh, like what it did like the one time reel. Creature levels now adjust dynamically to more closely match character levels, so you can adventure anywhere in Appalachia, whether alone or with your friends. Oh. I'd have to read up on that. If um, multiple anyways... player... <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Moving on to a game that I believe both of you finished and quite enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was Devil May Cry 5, now as a special edition. Uh, it's going to be launched title digitally. And yeah. the the big changes are it has turbo mode, which I think is just twenty percent faster gameplay. Mm-hmm. It has legendary dark knight mode, which has more enemies. Cool. Ray tracing, higher FPS. I think up to ten eighty, one hundred twenty FPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, faster loading times and playable Virgil, which I think is the white haired guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's the uh, he's the weeb. Okay, so who are all the characters now? Like there were three already, right? Yes. No. There was Dante. Yeah. 
There was V. Okay, yeah, that's that's the, the book guy, right? The, but the emo, the goth, goth reader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, who was that fucking other character? Because that was just think like, who's the third guy? Because like, if Neo. it's not Virgil, I'd... yeah, yeah, Nero, Nero, Nero. <laughs> <laughs> but is it Nero, was Nero also white-haired? Yes. Yeah. He, well, he's one of them. I don't know who them is, but Nero and Virgil are different guys. It's like there's two white-haired dudes in there. Nero yeah. and Virgil are different guys. Okay. Good. Cool. Uh, I thought you were going to play five. I still want to play that game sometime. Yes. Unfortunately, you know, if it, if there only was like an easy way to play it by Xbox Game Pass, I would do so. Unfortunately, there is not so. Oh, weird. Um, that game's good. Uh, I'm not I, sure. I've about heard it. nothing but good good things about it. Both it's fun. You and it, other people. Yeah, and it's a it's a good it's a good kind of uh, DMC to get into. It's 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 accessible. Um. It's a really good time. It's a, it's a fun. I, I like um I, I like the series. I, I don't think there's. I mean, you know, everybody knows that two was a bit of a misstep, but uh, you know, still playable. Like um, they're they're good games. This one this one's kind of neat. Uh, they're, they're, this is also, by the way, going to be a um, a uh, DLC, like a separate DLC. If you don't want to buy the special edition, yes, versus the first thing in other platforms. The first thing that I fucking looked at was like, God damn it, Capcom, how do you fucking not learn the the, the lessons that you've learned from Monster Hunter? And you're going to fucking put this out in a a uh, weird standalone thing. So, but so, no, so wait, can... how, how is it, how is it going to work? Like this? What do you you mean, can either buy this is... special edition yeah? okay. on PS5 with all the cool shit that Marcel just said. Yeah. If you don't feel like doing that, you can buy Virgil. Oh. Well, okay. But I have to to in order to get all the other shit and the 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 upgrade for the next gen, etc. I have to buy it again, and it's probably sixty seven, eighty bucks. I don't right, know. right, yeah. You're not gonna. It doesn't. It doesn't appear like you're gonna get an easy upgrade of the game. To be honest, I like that approach that you can virtually separately because like the 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 whole pack is for me not justifying to buy a full price game again. Like, I mean, for me, it's just because like I have it on PC, so like there's no real. Yeah, okay, but like it, I have it, it on. It, xbox yeah. and yeah i would play i would probably buy into virtual just to play that but not buy into a full new priced game also really well done on pc uh, they've been doing pretty good i agree yeah so i mean you have it there like if you haven't played it i mean there's there's the the launch way to do it you know you get something it's already a really pretty game so you know you're gonna feel pretty nice about your console that you buy um if they put all that stuff in there it'll be even prettier you got the new character uh he has a katana and he teleports around a bunch so i mean that's pretty weeb so you're gonna love that. Yeah, seems alright. Good stuff. Moving on, the next thing they showed was Oddworld Soulstorm, which I think we talked about the last time, Basti. It is a remake of the second Apes mm, Odyssey yeah. game. Is it? Not true. Kind of like no, like if like a re- reimagining or something. I don't know what it is, but I'm so greatly confused about Soulstorm still. And you guys explained it to me, I think, but I think you also forgot how. I don't know anymore. I believe it is a reimagining or remake with like changes of the second game. It is and a reimagining of Abe's Exodus. Yeah. See, yeah, exactly. And they had Lauren Lanning on there, um, who this was I nice. think like like only three people. I don't know, like like uh, I've, I've you know I've never met the guy, but like uh, he he is a an infamous villain in Penny Arcade comics. Like he appears in several old like from from back when when he did months odyssey as an xbox exclusive because microsoft paid him a lot of money like there's a a couple of comics including lauren lanning where hmm. he comes across as 
how do you say a greedy megalomaniac? Hmm. I guess he seems unnice. Speaking of unnice things, um, next thing, Richard, just take it away because you know, I, I know nothing about this. You're like the, the person most likely to know about this among us. Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah. I don't know shit about Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, aren't you like normally like, you know, you're, you're weird, like Steam horror shit games, whatever. I don't no. Know. What weird Steam horror shit game have I played? The only I'm looking at my list right now. The, the only horror game I have that I'm just glancing at my thing is observer and that's not See? weird that's fucking dope that's close enough oh, it's got it's got rudger hauer in it it's cool i don't know all i know about five nights at freddy's is uh, it seems to be super popular there's a ton of these games already like they came out super fast there's a lot of merchandise yeah and the guy's name is freddy fazbear fazbear yeah. fazbear that's all i know so, I, I mean know nothing when about was the last game. five nights at freddy's popular. game uh uh, not too long ago. Because I, I shall. Been... You guys keep talking. I mute myself so you don't hear me typing on my mechanical keyboard, yeah. and I'll look it up. Okay. Because I have the th- I have the feeling Five Nights at Freddy's this is kind of like, yeah, PewDiePie YouTubers liked it, and then probably a demographic of rather young people liked it. And the question is, will these mm. young people at some point grow out of that franchise because they're all super busy with fi- Fortnite or I getting late? It also it also caught a little because I mean it, it is a small team with the the one famous guy. I'm not sure if it was just the one. Wow, I, I got I got one, a lot yeah. of information for you guys. Okay. So in 2014 we had Five Nights at Freddy's and Five Nights at Freddy's Two. 2015 we had Five Nights at Freddy's Three, Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's The Silver Eyes, and Five Nights at Freddy's Four. Yeah. 2016 FNAF World, Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location Two Games. 2017, we had Five Nights at Freddy's The Twisted Ones, Five Nights at Freddy's The Freddy Files, Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator, Five Nights at Freddy's Survival Logbook. 2018, Five Nights at Freddy's The Fourth Closet and Ultimate Custom Night. 2019, Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted, Five Nights at Freddy's The Freddy Files Updated Edition, Five Nights at Freddy's AR Special Delivery and Freddy in Space 2. There was no Freddy in Space 1, was there? Um, Fast Beer Frights, number one, Into the Pit. And then in 2020, we have... According, this is all according to Wikipedia. I don't know if any of this is true. But this is according to Wikipedia. We have Fast Beer Frights, number two, Fetch. Fast those are, those Beer are, Frights, number those three, are books, one. Those are right? Don't are confuse, Don't confuse the, the literary universe with the video games. God damn it. They have Five Nights at Freddy's books? There are seven novels. Oh. My cat just jumped into the microphone. I hope that like the, the the stuff you said, the Silver Eyes, that's a book. The Twisted Ones, that's a book. Fourth okay, closet, so the, the main series of games seem to be Five Nights at Freddy's One, Two, Three, Four, Sister Location, Pizzeria Simulator, Help Wanted. Yes. Spinoffs we have FNAF World, Ultimate Custom Nights, Special Delivery. And where so just, does where uh, does the, the new one fit into all of this? Well, that's that's the thing. So I mean, like these uh, people wondering, hey, how did they release two fucking games a year? You know, every time, like. Five, Five Nights at Freddy's is a pretty simple video game. Like uh, you're you're just doing, you're, you're, it is like a one screen game, right? Like you're not walking around a location. You're sitting in a, you're sitting in a place, and you have to do things to stop the animatronics from fucking murdering you. And when they do, it is like a pop up on the screen of like a, a evil uh, rock of fire explosion style animatronic guy. Like ah, I got you, you know. So they're they're pretty simple. Mm. Um, they're they're and th- that's what makes this one look different. Now I'm not sure about like help wanted or sister location, but like they this one looks like it has a a thing, you know? 
like a it, it might be a level that you're you're wandering around or you're going around in. I'm not sure if uh if that's a first for the series. Um I know uh like like yeah, like like I was telling Basti earlier, like I think I think it might have gotten a little bit of the charm of like the the small team or one guy developer. I'm not sure because like, like you always hear about Scott Cawthon, um, as the dude, and I'm not sure how much he is surrounded by people. But I know I know like the first game wasn't uh, it, like it wasn't a lot of people. So how, do you think people got got excited by that specific announcement during the, the it definitely has a it definitely has a uh a following and you know now now we're getting into those things where like people have grown up with that shit the same way that we get hyped over like whatever dumb i feel old dumb now. stuff cool yeah, spot. exactly like there yeah yeah when they announced cool spot remake you know remastered fully voiced cool spot um that's the same thing like people have grown up kind of like memeing on five nights at freddy's hmm uh, so, um, Help Wanted was a VR game. That that's uh, that that's what set that one apart. I think that is also a kind of sit in one place sort of thing. But the teaser on this shows like a a location. So I don't know if they're actually doing a like a whole thing. You know, like if this is going to be a um, a walk around this environment, watch out for the monsters sort of thing. Because like. That's the thing is like in the other games you are looking through security cameras at places to see if the animatronics are are moving around and the the, the entire trailer here was showing different rooms and people kind of breathing heavily as they moved through those different rooms you know kind of freaking out so like if this is like hey Five Nights at Freddy's as a serious triple A or double A or you know like you have a character that moves sort of video game. I gotta say, man, like we talk, we talk a lot, and it feels like almost informed, like the length in which we talked about this, considering none of us have ever played these games. Never fucking, so I barely you, looked at it. Yeah, being being informed. And you I'm immediately totally. pointed out that Marcel was also putting books into the list, which also is kind of I just suspicious. you know like I I would be sad for Star Wars fans if they had to pretend that the horse Jedi was a main part of the thing they liked when it's part of some fucking stupid book. So. I'm just extending the same, the same favor I would for them. He's a horse. Okay, let's, let's stop talking about you extending wood and just move His on. So another like game that I guess none of us played. Equestria, the Jedi. I got I'm a, another game that I guess none of us played. Demon's no, it's fucking Soul. dumb. He's got a horse head and he's a Jedi. He flies an X-wing. How the fuck do you even so hit, like hit a horse head? So like this weird Thor, Marvel Universe, alien thing, clone. He's whatever. not. No, he's not even he's a centaur. Also like a like a horse head. Marcel, yeah. you can fill us in on that one. What is He's that? got a helmet and everything. So, Demon Souls remake is a launch title for Hohats Equish was his name, also known as Runt. All right, like we don't have breaks for adverts because that would be the right moment for that one. He yeah, we'll be right horse... back after like we sort out the fucking guest on the show. Horse Jedi. He was trained by Wedge Antilles. Why? Wedge Antilles is not even a Jedi, right? No, Wedge Antilles is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Shut your mouth, Richard. Anyway, so Richard, you played Demon Souls. You finished it, right? I did finish Demon Souls, yes. So I have to say, um, I think, like, the game, like, the atmosphere looks absolutely fantastic. Like, I'm, I'm really, like, I'm debating with myself. Like, I know that this game will absolutely hand me my ass. But like I'm still considering like, playing it because I like you know as a big fantasy fan, 
just like seeing the visuals, I think this this looks absolutely fantastic. So kudos definitely to Bluepoint on on their work. It's a very pretty game. Um, but like it, it's gonna kick my ass, right? I, nah, you probably be yeah. Fine, ah, just get it. I don't trust Rich. Basti talk, the way Basti talks, like he does, he's not trustworthy. Yeah, Richard, you're I mean, more, it's, more trustworthy. It's it's a firm game. It's a firm game. I don't, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna fucking die a lot in in I that mean, game. Remember the trailer? He was just jogging along, swiping some enemies. That's yeah, he so died confusing. Is <laughs> like he's just fucking tearing those things up. Like everybody dies in one hit in that trailer. Like, like that's fl- a weird like swatting choice. flies. Not even like super gory or whatever. It's just like eh. It, it just strikes me as eh. like they they ran out of time and couldn't think of a better way to do what they were doing. Which was like, all right, the game's super pretty. We need to show off some of the scenery, and that can't just be you getting your fucking ass beat a million times. And uh, people know what Demon Souls is, so we don't really care about focusing on the combat. Uh, so just you know, go through one hit everybody. Literally one. I don't think there's a person that gets hit more than once in that. I'm not sure. No, he swipes every single enemy away. Just like, like, like yeah, I know he just blocks like some attacks, but every time. Fly. Yeah, every time I think he hits, except for that boss, um, which if you don't know that that is the that is that is literally the first uh, the first thing that happens in the game in Demon Souls is like you kind of wake up, you get your tutorial area where it's t- telling you how to walk. That's what he's kind of running through, and then at the end there's a there's a monster that you know you can beat and maybe get a thing that is largely inconsequential to your your playtime, but it's probably going to just fucking kill you, and then you're like, oh shit, this game's here to fucking kill you. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I think there's better places they could have shown off, but they did, like, after that. Like, the 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 the, the good-looking stuff is still good-looking. I remember all those fucking annoying bosses. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I've said it before on here that Bluepoint is having a different conversation right now than the one I'm interested in for this game, which is like... Hey guys, are you gonna fix any of the fucking bullshit? And they're like, "Look how pretty this is." And it's like, you remember how like entire areas of the game were locked off because the systems were fucking busted completely, and you had to use holidays to fix it. And they're like, "Yeah, man, but look how great this fucking looks." And you're like, "What about vendors just leaving and dying and screwing over your playthrough for fun?" Look at these fucking graphics, goddammit. it! You know what I mean? Like, it's like it's very pretty. I. They they said there seems to be like something new a fractured mode like any yeah, yeah. they that said is? that months ago I have no idea what that is um it doesn't ring any bells is it a, a new friendly mode for people like me I they they might do it it's weird I mean you know there's no tell like from would never fucking do it from would tell you to go fuck yourself obviously but uh, they've done that in the past they've done that in the past they do not care this that this might be a thing where. I don't know if somebody's, you know, sitting there like, all right, look, we got the Demon Souls IP. We put this game out. It's very pretty. We can make Demon Souls 2 and just kind of go down that road. Um, that could be a thing. I don't know if they're going to... I, I would say even if the game was easier, it, it just makes it... Like, it's not a long... Like, Demon Souls is not long. Um, it's not as long as Dark Souls. It's like that, that. Like the reason that Dark Souls... Half the reason, I'd say, that Dark Souls got fucking so much praise from fans of demon souls is because it's like it makes that game look like a demo you know what i mean like there's a few areas there's there's some neat stuff but it's 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 shorter it's more disjointed and the systems are fucking wacky so they have to do something else 
I, I don't know what fractured mode is. Did they because they've been saying that forever? Did they ever come out with anything more on it? Nope, they did not. So I guess that's all, all we can say for today. Is it looks really, really pretty, and we don't know if anything else is changing or Let's not. See. But it's a launch title. Let's see if Reddit knows. Reddit knows. I've I've looked it up. Like there were people speculating about different things, but like nothing concrete has been said. Like from Sony, I mean, just like they have been in general. Like also with like you know, and yesterday was the first time really they talked more about Miles Morales or so. Like they have so far been like really really tight lipped about games. And so the only the only Souls game I've never played. So count me in. I except for like watching YouTube videos, uh, I have no idea how the the or original experience felt. But I agree with Richard, Richard that if there's like broken shit in that game, that they they better fix it because uh, with the visuals and especially with the latest Souls games, it's uh, kind of like people expect quality, right? I, I they, like I said, they have to do something. Um, and just because like Demon Souls flew under the radar in terms of you know like yeah, it had its cult following, right? And it still does, but like it's not uh, like that. That game was was comparatively kind of busted. Um, they, 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 but they are kind of, uh, they, they are kind of speculating, um, on the internet that it could be like something where it's like, Hey, you wouldn't have to do several playthroughs, uh, to do the world tendency stuff or like not connect to the internet or do weird shit like that to get all the, the weapons and, and that stuff like that, that kind of stuff. If, if that's what it is, that could be kind of neat. Um, I, I hope that's what it's addressing because the difficulty stuff, it, it, you can do it, man. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I don't I don't I don't know if just making those games like adjusting damage done and damage you do makes those makes those better. It's weird it's a weird take. I'm not sure. You could try it. You know what you know what I'd like? I almost like to see Marcel try like a a modded you know, Dark Souls or something on PC. Oh yeah. Like where somebody's just kinda like I'm sure there's gotta be some kind of mod out there on Nexus where it's just like, hey, look, we made this kind of more you know, an action game more kind of friendly for for new people, and see if like I'd love to see if that actually clicks. If that's really the thing that's that's doing it, you know what I mean? Or if it just ruins that game, because <laughs> can be fucking dumb. I don't know. But moving on from the yeah, sorry. Uh, from the cult you know, following of Demon Souls to a game that has fans all over the world except for Cupertino. Uh, cool spot. Wait, what? What? What did you say? I said that it has fans everywhere in the world except for Cupertino. What game? Because I think I spoke over you. Fortnite. Uh, mm. This was a reference to ongoing legal proceedings. Theme. Mm. I don't get what Cupertino is. That's where Apple is based. Ah. Uh, mm. Like it says it on some of the devices like made in Cupertino, like designed in Cupertino, California or something. I okay anyways fortnite is going to be there in launch let's move on uh then they introduced the playstation plus collection which is a new benefit to playstation plus subscriptions essentially if you have plus. yeah if you have a playstation plus subscription on ps5 then you can from launch day onwards download and play a collection of what do you say like gen generation defining games on the ps4 so they had all kinds of stuff in there uh, Uncharted 4, uh, God of War. Do I have to be uh, on a PS5 gone. to do this? Yes. Fuck off. Essentially, it's it's uh, like a, I don't know, like like you know, it, it's it's a kind of like a, okay. Look, if you buy a new console and you have PS Plus, like here's a bunch of games to keep you busy until more stuff is out. 
Yeah, and, and you know that's that's the kind of thing that's like either a neat fringe benefit or. Let's I, also I don't know. Here, enjoy your games and please don't talk with us about uh, compatibility uh, anymore. We don't want to talk about this. Enjoy your games. Have fun. Right. Right. I mean, here's our here's our kind of Game Pass thing, which is better. It, it seems like a step up from their current games plus thing that you got to like show up every month and get your two games and hope that you like, like them. And if you missed them that month, you'd never get them because fuck you. Like, like I like that. It almost seems like Microsoft is, is nudging that where it's just like, like, Hey, you guys don't have to do this stupidly. You could just have a, you could have your Netflix library of fucking video games that people can pay on your service and play. That's an easy, easy kind of win for you, especially in, in you know, in, in, in the way this generation is is shaping up, you know. I wonder if any of them will play at least when it comes to stable frame rate or something. Can it kind of form like better than on the PS4? That would be interesting because you had, especially well, at the beginning of the Xbox One era, you had some games even without like official game dev support or patches or whatever, were just like running a little bit more stable or better. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little a little bump. Ah, you know. All they need to do is make it play, and I think like they're. Bloodborne has some frame rate stuttering in, in certain scenes and stuff, so. They they just need to make it not, not worse, and I yeah. think they'll they'll be okay. Because this is like I said, I think this is already a step up for. Uh, I think it's already a step up from what they're doing with uh, with their games with plus. So. And, and cool. There's also like PlayStation Now. Is that still a thing? And because that is their like uh, Game Pass That's, service, right? I thought, yeah. Yes, that is still a thing, but like it still doesn't have day and date launches or first party games. So like that's huh. definitely a big difference. So like it's really more a. Yeah. a this seems like this, this seems like this. Walls. Yeah, just like like hey, all the games, a lot of the games that we put out with games with plus, now you didn't have to be there. <laughs> I agree, cat. The categories. I was I was gonna say, is that a cat or a baby? Uh, a cat. Okay, is that it a cat baby? Cat baby. Um, following that announcement of the PlayStation Plus collection, they then had you know confirmed what like most people were of course expecting. Anyways, um, the pricing so the full-fledged PS5 with a Blu-ray drive is gonna be four ninety-nine dollars or euros, and the PS5 digital edition is gonna be three ninety-nine. So pretty much like the what we both agreed on last episode, Busty, that like it, oh. it has to be a difference of a hundred dollars in euros. Truly makes sense to entice people to to go. You know, um, to to give up like on the convenience of a disk drive. And uh, release date wise, so this is a very weird mix, like some mm -hmm. of these, um, because November twelfth is going to be a launch in the U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, and then the rest of the world is the nineteenth. That is very weird because normally, for example, like Australia tends to be thrown in with Europe for like mm -hmm. for like release stuff, so like they get it a week early. Which you know, um, congratulations to my friend Mitch. Like, if you get, if you are able to secure a, a, a you know a, a pre-order, you'll be able to play um, whatever you're gonna play one week early. But that was a bit of a surprise to me. And then they had as a last thing again, like something that has been rumored on for a long time, and like has been, I guess, heavily alluded to or or teased by by Corey Barlock because, for example, like he had like a couple. Uh, he had like a, a pinned tweet on his on the Twitter profile. If you read like the first letters of it, all it's spelled out Ragnarok. So they just had a very short teaser confirming that the next God of War game is going to be called Ragnarok. 
Cool. Uh, without any more information about like release dates or anything or platforms and stuff like that. You have to call it Ragnarok because they're out of uh, Norse shit to put in yeah. titles. Perhaps they like they they wanted to, but then couldn't call it Valhalla anymore. You couldn't call it like well, I mean, it's not like Thor stopped them on the Ragnarok Name thing. Edda. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like is like that's the thing. People always get confused about like that Norse shit because there's like two things that sound cool. It's like Ragnarok and like odin and everything else sounds like you got fenris. like a, like a like a chest can compression like you got what about like some fenris? Kind of cold. what about like you like yeah see einheria nobody's going to fucking say that you're not going to put that on a poster nobody's going to be like i i can't wait to play igdrasil nope. freaky what about Ner- jormungard nerfelheim like i it just doesn't it doesn't have that movie poster appeal you don't have that movie poster appeal I'm, uh, you know i do I know you do. So that was the show. And um, <laughs> noticeably... Oh, I like... thought you were talking about this show. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. No, like uh, uh, noticeably a lot of stuff there was missing. And uh, it turned out afterwards, like the best information to get all of the information that, you know, like, sorry, the best place and source to get all the information that Sony didn't want to give you was Jeff Keighley's Twitter account. Get him, Jeff um, Keighley. Because he confirmed several or announced several things before Sony themselves got around to doing so via Twitter or the Sony blog, and this is really like where to me like like you know the the downhill like the clusterfuck started, because um, as we mentioned like I thought I thought like it was a very solid show like they had some great games they had some you know not for me but like I'm sure like other people are gonna get interested in, or excited for games, but um, communications wise it felt off like it felt like something was rushed or like they weren't quite prepared or so. Because uh, a couple of things here. Um, so Sony, after the show, they said pre-orders are going to start tomorrow. Um, a lot of places, for example, most like major source of retailers in Germany, they started right after the show. So by the, by the time Sony said they're going to start tomorrow, that the first places in Germany were already sold out. Um, which is especially funny because a couple of months ago, like Eric Lempel, who I, I don't know what his exact job title is. I think he's in charge of PlayStation marketing. He was in an interview with Jeff Keeley and they said, oh no, you know, people shouldn't be worried. We're not just going to give them like a couple of minutes of warning before pre-order start. Um, turns out it didn't even give them a couple of minutes. Like they started yeah. immediately. Um, like, yeah, all German, all major retailers or like places in Germany are currently sold out, for example, and where most of them already last night, you know, which was um, between 11 p.m. and midnight when that happened. So, you know, probably not the time when everybody's able to be up and pre-order stuff. Then, um, before, so again, like in the show, they didn't mention any dates. Like, the only thing they said was Miles Morales is coming holiday 2020. So, Jeff Keighley stepped in, helpfully as he is, to announce that the launch lineup is going to be Miles Morales, a Demon Souls remake, Sackboy, a big adventure, and Destruction All Stars. Mm-hmm. Then, the next thing, as we already alluded to briefly when we talked about Final Fantasy, uh, people noticed that a Demon Souls trailer said that the game was coming to PC and later on also to other consoles. Uh, once that, of course, spread around like wildfire, uh, Sony quickly took the trailer down and then con- set, set to press that this was due to human error. Um, you know, I, I don't want to like I don't want to call any fellow um, games marketing or communications people uh, liars. That's not my place or thing to do. Uh, I have never seen a, a human error where somebody puts like completely wrong platforms like you know into a trailer hmm. like that the game is coming out for them. So to me, if I were cynical, I would say somebody accidentally too soon revealed stuff. But um, yeah, I, I would not be surprised to see those games coming to PS4, uh, so to see Demon's Souls coming to PC yeah. and maybe PS4 later on as well. And you know, 
I used to I used to help out with making some trailers. And I would I would not put a lot past human error. <laughs> I mean, you know, like also like from my experience, there too usually tends to be like a lot of eyes and a lot of different people's looking at this stuff. Like somewhere, like if if this was completely made up and like nobody had ever discussed like this game coming to PC. I yeah. personally would have assumed that somewhere like in the feedback loop, somebody would have said, wait, are we on PC or what? You know, I'd say almost in the grand history of game trailers and advertisement in general, that if somebody, and you know, this is something we've all been involved in where somebody has taken a game that, that we've been linked to and used it for ISIS propaganda material. I'm sure. not even sure I wouldn't put that past human error. <laughs> I was I, like, I hey, did you get that new trailer out? Because like, like, I'm reading it, and it looks like you guys were leaning really heavy into supporting ISIS. And I'm like, really? Let me have a look. Mm. I'm not sure I see it. Then came, uh, happened, you know, like, so this this almost, like, you know, unfolding in real time as, as you know, at, at, right after the show, like, things started to heat up online. Um, came really the big zinger because PlayStation revealed on their blog first in Japan and then a lot of people were like it's probably a translation error until the US side confirmed it as well that many of their previously announced uh, PS5 exclusive titles including Miles Morales, Sackboy, A Big Adventure and Horizon are actually coming to PS4 as well and are in fact cross-gen games which again I don't think anybody would really 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 you know um, um, care about this or be concerned much if it wasn't for the fact that like some Sony executives had been all summer long talking smack about Microsoft doing that and saying, you know, like doing cross-gen like really stifles innovation and it holds back your teams. And like they are firm believers in doing like, you know, a a hard new generational switch. And yesterday it. then Jim Ryan actually said, oh no, we're not going to leave behind our PlayStation 4 players for three to four years. I love it. I love when I love when the corporate message gets exposed for being the corporate message. That can change anytime. <laughs> that can change anytime when 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 the money is uh, is there. I do I do love when that shit happens. And um, Sony they continued by accidentally promoting Xbox Game Pass when they announced that they're raising game prices by ten euros. So premium first party titles are going to be seventy dollars in the U.S. and eighty dollar uh, eighty euros in in Europe. Fucking and what? Do, like the conversion again, eighty euros is roughly ninety five U.S. dollars actually. Get mm-hmm. fucked. So um, again, you know, maybe maybe that Xbox Game Pass that Busty keeps raving on about isn't all that bad. I'll tell you what, man, that's gonna be the the thing that's that's. I mean, it's it's all gonna be fine. Yeah, they're, we know they're gonna raise prices, and that's that's generally how it's gonna be. But the thing that's gonna crack me up is like when they do all the stuff because you know we always talk about like, hey, you know, we haven't been buying sixty dollar games in a while because of, you know, season passes and optional DLC and all this, you know, great ways to get more money but out I'm, of players. Yeah, question is if that is gonna go away. It's or not. absolutely no, gonna continue. Absolutely. Exactly. None of it's gonna fucking go away. You're just gonna pay ten more bucks to get in there. And um, that annoys me because like I mean it would be a perfect like I'm 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 a strong defender of the idea of making video games more expensive and I'm not even saying that it contradicts can we, can with we the do a idea voice of that bust uh, Richard can you put that out like as in you know, like as a as a YouTube pre-roll or something what? just bust the I'm a strong defender of racing game prices <laughs> so I, I I'm right there with you which just like a great voice clip that I yeah, really like but but I think also that that doesn't even like contradict the idea of like microtransactions or um, games of a service content DLCs and all this kind of like stuff but I think there's a responsibility that if you raise a game p- uh, price you either 
um, say, okay, no microtransactions or whatever. Or if you do that, they must be of high quality. It cannot be like a cheap SDO predatory behavior when it comes to microtransactions. Or you and can I, continue to the, give them shit because they'll buy it anyway. Exactly. It won't change anything and that bothers me. I mean, hey, if you want to save a little bit of money, why don't you just get the version without a disk drive so that we can control when things go on sale and buy how much? The question is, will the PC market and Xbox follow up on that one, on that 10, 10 euro uh, price increase? Because if not, that's that, going to be interesting. Investment. Imagine a world where Xbox says like, nah. Xbox is always like I, I remember that. Like, haven't haven't hasn't a lot of their first party stuff been more expensive in euros? Yeah, I remember. And they like, always got a shit ton of flack for that. Yeah, I, me- I remember having I mean, a weird. To be fair, itch. like officially, I think like officially right now, you know, we, we just don't realize because like most places don't do it. But officially, for console games, the the MSRP in Europe is seventy dollars, seventy euros. Yeah. Like most places, like media marketers, so like you can usually get like a new game for sixty or even fifty-five or so if you're lucky. But officially, it's seventy. So of course, the question also is there. You know, I mean, yeah. So you know, on digital, it's gonna be it's gonna be eighty bucks for like Demon Souls or whatever. Um, the question is, of course, you know, how our retailers gonna handle that. And then what? That's the problem is they can get away with that on their own storefronts, you know, but they can't put sure, that especially on... if you have a digital only console. Exactly, they can't put that on Steam for eighty bucks. I mean, Microsoft yeah. has put, uh, and that is still funny to me because you know, like you would think they want to grow like their franchises, mm-hmm. but like all the Gears of War games are seventy euros on Steam. Smart. As pretty much like the only AAA games I think on there for for that price. Yeah. Um, what is still like a little bit confusing because you know we we just talked about this and you would think of course yeah like Sony's interest in locking people into that digital ecosystem because as we said at that point like you have to pay the price on a PSN right like there's no way to. Or like they control what is on sale when actually yeah. it seems like from rumors you hear online that like uh, there's a pretty small percentage of of the launch launch consoles being digital edition like people you know, like who, who heard some numbers or tried to do the math like the estimate is that roughly 20 percent of of the consoles that will be available for launch are digital and mm-hmm. like 80 percent or so are like the 500 euro skew where Interesting. you can use a disc drive it's weird because like i bought a a, a, a lot of digital stuff on uh this generation like i stopped getting discs out of sheer convenience a while ago so i would probably i would, I would really have a hard to think about which way i wanted to go that could be because if i put a disc in my playstation 4 it actually spins the shelf like a fucking like a dishwasher with a brick in it um it looks dangerous and it starts searing the paint off my wall i have i have pre-ordered a a disc one same I haven't pre-ordered also, shit. Bought, you guys are fucking suckers. Nothing's fucking coming out. Miles Morales. Oh, Christ. Demon Souls. Fucking sad. To be honest. Most to be honest. Times in Avengers. How I, fucking sad is this that, that like, I am, I am fucking more in defense of Marcel's bizarre Marvel infatuation than I am for you falling for fucking Demon Souls when they haven't that told you kind anything of other than it looks pretty. That's kind of sad. But also, I must admit that I never felt so empty inside after pre-ordering a console. <laughs> I should be hyped, but I was like, yeah, I'm getting that. And I'm not like, like not like turning around and saying, like, nah, I cancel my pre-order. Like, I'm looking forward to this console. But also, I'm... I oh, don't God. know. There's no excitement or... Uh, 
I love how you said it and then immediately immediately doubled down on it. Like you're like, hey, look, you know, I felt miserable doing it, but it's not like I'm going to cancel it. Okay, let's not be crazy. (laughs) Good lord, what a fucking tragedy. It did feel yesterday, like you know, from from looking online at Twitter, so like realizing that, like even like Horizon, like you know, Horizon Spider-Man are like going to be on PS4. Like I've seen a lot of people who seem to be pivoting of like, okay, well, I guess then I can, you know, I'm going to buy a PS5, but like you know, maybe in a year or so, like there's no need to do it now. Uh, yeah, why don't I actually wait until halfway through the generation when they put out a more powerful SKU? Yeah, it makes sense. Just like I did last time. Makes absolutely sense. And they're, you know, that, but by then they'll have four or five games that I, you know, want to buy. At the same time, the there were tons of people writing in caps lock that this was the best day of their life and the best show they have ever seen, and this is the best console ever, and they would sure it, five it, if they could. It, and it, I feel it, even more dead inside know. reading that. But, but three of those games are coming out, and two of yeah. them are have fucking been out. Yeah. Fortnite is not a new game. Devil May Cry is not a new fucking game. The PlayStation Plus collection is not a new game. Demon Souls is not a fucking new game. Miles Morales is a expansion, and it looks awesome. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a full game. But I will that receive is, is, my Cyberpunk Collector's Edition November nineteenth and just play that. Marcel, I'm, I'm with you on Miles Morales. If 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 they if the shit they cut out of Spider-Man to make Miles Morales is the side shit that was lame, then it's going to be an amazing fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, if if it is just a all around hedge down to a short game, that's that's gonna that's gonna be rough a little bit because you know what, like it's a neat enough premise to deserve its own game. He's Miles Morales is a cool enough character. They've already fucking ran that bell with Into the Spider Verse that like this this whole dipping their toe in the water of like if we can do Miles Morales shit like has to stop at some point. Like just grow a spine, put him out there a little bit more. Peter Parker is has been out there. I don't I don't think you need Peter Parker to make a Spider-Man game. I think you need a dude in spandex doing flips and shit. You need MJ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure we can find a a MJ equivalent. I just need Spider-Gwen make it happen. See? I would be weird about it. Just make Spider-Gwen happen. I'm already out of like my element when it comes to Spider-Man shit. I have a Spider-Gwen figurine at my desk. Either way, I'm glad that you guys um, I'm glad that you guys I'm waiting for you, pre-ordered Gwen. Yikes. The will come. I'm glad... Jesus. I'm glad that you guys have pre-ordered a PlayStation um, because it gives me more ammunition to fucking make fun of you. What and, for? Uh, and uh, you, because you've you've essentially slit your wrists to bleed upon the altar of brand loyalty, and uh, look, next I week Tuesday, hold you in a lower esteem because of it. Next week next Tuesday, pre-order an Xbox. Exactly. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, I know. I'm dead inside. I do not even feel excitement about it, but I can't stop it. I, I'm just gonna do it because uh, I have to. Hey, Basti, I need I help, like, professional help. Just like the the start of the pre-orders for the thirty eighty today. Hmm? Say again? The 3080, like the, the, the new Ampere GPUs, they went on pre-order today. I think you missed that. They're sold mm, out now. No, but because I'm waiting for um the AMD showcase next month when they show their new graphic cards and CPUs. Because I've never felt so dead on the inside waiting for a showcase. But also I want you to buy a new PC probably in January with a new AMD CPU and then make the decision if I go for AMD or NVIDIA. What's the fucking point, honestly? There's no point. 
I need help. See? So it's exactly the thing that I was making fun of you for, is, is at least... But this is what happens when you leave the podcast. Busty turns into this a... a, a... You're doing the same thing. You already have a nice PC, and you're gonna you've you've pre-ordered a PlayStation, and you're gonna pre-order an Xbox. For fucking what? What is the point? I'm pre-ordering an Xbox. You you said you're pre-ordering an Xbox next Tuesday. You just said that. No, I said he will. Are you gonna pre-order an Xbox? I said Busty will. Are you gonna pre-order? Are you gonna pre-ordering an Xbox? I don't know. Either one of you explain to me the point of having an Xbox when you've got a fucking good PC. Look, right now I have a weak ass PC. And I won't yes, have but a new one before January, next year. You won't. Yeah. But not a new one before next year. We're talking January. And you're going to get a Xbox when? November. So two months. A two Look, month a over. A lot of stuff can happen in two months. No, it can't. They've already announced all the fucking games that are coming out. It's none. It's none video games. I'm not saying anything e- anymore without my lawyer. E- are you fucking lining up for Halo? I have the right of a phone call, right? I love you guys to death, and I want to understand this. It's just that all of the reasons that you're telling me are not actual reasons. It's just you guys literally crying. I'm like, hey, why are you doing this? And you're like, I, I think it's a stupid collector thing for me, to be honest. <laughs> That's really stupid. I had three. I had two Xbox One, as yeah. well as I have an Xbox One X. So I had three Xbox of the last generation. And even though when jumping to the Xbox One X, I still have the consoles and never sell them or throw them away or stuff. And I'm still having that weird feeling of I'm feeling bad because I never bought a PS4 Pro because I've only a PS4. And sometimes I, I, I catch myself checking Amazon or eBay and it's like, oh, maybe I should get a PS4 Pro because I mean, it feels incomplete without one. You can feel bad for that because Sony gimped their own fucking console and don't give a shit if anybody releases something that runs at three frames a fucking second. No, on it. But man, I don't know. Hey, if you guys can come up with a better reason, you than you're doing the same thing. Don't fucking pretend to me right now that you're not pre-ordering both of these consoles. That's it. There's That's no it. I've banged the gavel. You have been judged. You both have been judged and found like wanting. But there's no Halo. <laughs> and yet. So what's the point? Life. I don't. <laughs> Master Chief, deliver us. Okay, just deliver me. I don't care about this. Good lord, just take us out of here. This got real sad. Well, but there's but there's there's a good new there's good news on all of this. If if all of this talk about you know potential future games made you want to play something today, I have fantastic news. Great, go. Because one of the finest indie games ever made that was just released on Switch today and also received like its full official non-early access release on Steam today, and that is Hades from Supergiant Games. Play that game because it's so fucking good. I should play it. Okay. Highest of recommendations. And they're soon going to have a patch to allow you to take your save game from PC to Switch and vice versa. Interesting. Because that's the future. That's fucking cool. It is a such a good game. I, I'm, I'm, I was like, while Basti was talking about like his sad consumerist addiction, I was reading the, the release notes. I... I, I I need help. He, yeah, Richard, here's, you need to come back and give him help. Here's some help. Um, those pre-orders, don't do it because it's fucking stupid. Just get your nice PC in January and then play all the games. But how is he gonna play all the PlayStation games on his PC? Wait until yeah. there's a fucking new a new like. Wait until there's PlayStation Five Extra Pro, and you don't have to worry. You know, nobody gets a PS4 Pro and they're like, I'm worried I didn't get the slim. No one does that. 
So just wait till that fucking comes out. You'll have those five games that you really want to play that you would have gotten on day one and then not fucking played. You'd have played 10 hours and then not fucking finished it. And then you can just be happy. You're right. It's never going to happen, but you're right. I'm always right. Yeah, it just never happens. <laughs> so um, thank you for joining the show today, special guest Richard. You're welcome. Any any parting words or wisdom you want to like uh, leave with with our audience? Uh, you know, guys, um, I, I, I said that I wasn't gonna, you know, I told myself that I wasn't gonna, you know, talk to these guys ever again. But I guess that's my pre-ordering an Xbox. Yeah, Wait, that was pretty. Throwing shade at you, Dustin. <laughs> that was pretty wisdomy, right? Richard, what's your what's your Twitter handle this week? Uh, it, it, it's, I, it's at leave me alone I won't be back for, for another couple of weeks uh, I'm still on hiatus speaking of which I gotta I gotta make a hasty retreat so I'm gonna get out now uh, Todd Howard called he said fucking pre-ordering a goddamn next gen console at this point is like buying the $100 version of Fallout 76 what the fuck is wrong with you do it anyway alright guys bye Hey, Basti, he's gone. Let's have fun. Uh, so, no, Richard, where where can people talk to you about your serious, serious issues, Basti, on Twitter? So, so if you if you if you want to send help, or you're looking for company to just like talk about your issues when it comes to consumerism and video games. If you want to send games, help, or if you want to sell me a console, please exactly, reach me uh, at Bastian Thun, T H U N on Twitter. Excellent. And of course, you know, if you want to like sign Basti up to any like uh, video game pre-order anonymous self-help groups or something, you can use the email address projectilelunchcast at gmail.com. You can, of course, as always, talk to us on Twitter at Plunchcast. This is, by the way, my favorite part of every fucking show, Basti, just saying Plunchcast. 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 <laughs> Plunchcast. It just slides off the tongue like Plunchcast. Oh, and of course, as always, you can talk to me, um, Marcel, at it's at com underscore Raven on Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure like in the future, we will, you know, talk more about like the pros and cons of these different consoles as more information comes out. Um, and as, you know, at the latest, we will in the future, of course, hear Busty's firsthand experience as he unpacks all of these consoles he has ordered to fill a Richard-shaped void in his life. Oh, let's do an ASMR unboxing. This is super Bye. Todd Howard's cool though. Oh, he has nice shoes. Old school. Yeah, old school. We the old school.